0: Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here each Sunday at 6.30 a.m. on 99.1 FM KGX and 9 a.m. on 92.3 FM KWXY. We also invite you to download and subscribe to our podcast. It is really easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look for you learn something new, press subscribe. You'll get a new show this each week and this show of course is produced by my dynamic duo of student interns here in the digital arts technology academy also known as data at cathedral city high school under the direction of mr bryce johnson our interns who have officially graduated but have unselfishly like they always have been for the past year jasmine rivera and myra Canseco are continuing to edit our shows throughout the summer. So ladies, thank you, thank you again for everything that you've done. We are so appreciative and um, didn't get to meet you in person. It's hard to believe, but we weren't able to do that. So only saw you on Zoom, texting, emailing. I really appreciate you as we all do. Please keep in touch and hopefully when you come home from a college break, I will get to meet you. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome our brand new superintendent of schools, Dr. Mike Sweezy. Welcome back, Dr. Sweezy. Thank you so
1: much, Joan.
0: Uh, New role here, very exciting for everybody and so very happy. Uh, We've worked together for a long time. You've been here for, uh, I'll let you tell us that in a moment, but. I've been here for almost 22 years, and um, it's been a pleasure to work with you, for you, and well, I guess I haven't worked directly for you. I do now. Now I have to call you boss, and a little weird, but I'm very happy and looking forward to the coming years working with you. So how long have you been with Palm Springs Unified and in what capacities? And remember, it's only a half hour show, so. (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> well,
1: this is the, the end of my 31st year with Palm Springs Unified, so I've, wow. I've been here quite a while, really I've um, dedicated myself to this work and the community and have gotten to know so many amazing families and so many wonderful employees along the way. I started as a teacher in Desert Hot Springs at Desert Springs Middle School. And I actually came to the district because at that time, 31 years ago, there was a significant increase in the number of English learner students. And so I came from Colorado specifically to work with English learner students at the middle school level. So had a wonderful time at Desert Springs Middle School and then had the opportunity to work at the district level providing some professional development around culturally responsive instruction and English learner strategies. And did that for a while before becoming an elementary principal also in Desert Hot Springs and then returning to Desert Springs Middle School as the principal. Uh, so i really enjoyed being a principal at both the elementary and secondary level and then uh, made the difficult decision to leave that position and return to the district office Where I've worked in educational services ever since, so a wide variety of roles, Director of English Learner Programs, Director of Elementary, and then Assistant Superintendent for Educational Services. So I am so excited to be uh, the next Superintendent for Palm Springs Unified. I'm so enthusiastic about the future of this district, and I really just can't wait to get started.
0: And so um, here we are, June 20th right now. I guess your, your post doesn't start for like another um, week and a half. However, um, Dr. Lyon, who we had on the show last week, uh, her, her official last day is June 30th, but she had some vacation time. So you've been, this announcement was made like, what was it, January, maybe, February? February,
1: March, around there.
0: Yeah. So, what's been great is that you, there has been a smooth transition and you have had the opportunity to uh, work. Well, of course, you've worked alongside Sandy Lyon for, you know, the past five years that she's been superintendent. But especially in the past few months, um, she's, she's kind of, Handed over the reins little by little, and so you're, you know, while it's not official yet, you, you're in the job. So we'll uh, we'll we'll leave it there. And it's very, like I said, really exciting. And um, was being the superintendent in this district something you had your sights on for a long time?
1: Well, actually, it's a little bit embarrassing to say, but the answer to that would be yes. So I, I come from a family of educators. Uh, Both of my parents uh, worked in public education. My mom retired as a superintendent of a school district in Colorado. So I I always felt like that might be where my career path would lead me. Uh, The one thing I've known for sure is that I'm so dedicated to Palm Springs Unified that I just wanted to continue to stay here and serve this community. So I I chose not to look for other jobs outside of the district and again, feel so incredibly fortunate and so thankful that our school board really acknowledged the direction that the district is headed. Um, I really see their selection of me as the next superintendent really as an affirmation of all of the hard work that everyone in this district has been doing.
0: You know, uh, well, first of all, you shouldn't be embarrassed that that was your your goal and that you ultimately wanted to be here because um, everybody should have the highest aspirations possible. And with you, it was certainly realistic. Um, I, uh, I, I think Sandy was an incredible superintendent um, and you will be my sixth superintendent uh, that I've had the pleasure of working for and with and still I felt me personally that you were ready for this job before she came and I said this to you um when I called you frantically hoping that when Sandy announced she was going to retire that uh that you were still you know still had your sites where they were before and that COVID didn't do you in and you decided you didn't want the job. So, uh, but I did say this to you and I'll say it right here that if there was any doubt in anybody's mind, whether you should be the superintendent of the school district, there could not be after the year, year and a half we've had, because, uh, the, uh, talk about having the, the weight of the world on your shoulder, shoulders, I should say. Um, you know, definitely the superintendent the buck stops there but second to the superintendent is the assistant superintendent of educational services no doubt and what uh you had your team navigate through so very well and um it it couldn't have been easy and we, we will talk a little bit about that but suffice it to say that you've certainly had uh every kind of training experience you could possibly have to lead this school district and uh there's no better person for the job so there you go that's just that's just the way it is
1: (laughs) i appreciate that joan
0: so from from your perspective what do you feel is working really well right now in palm springs unified and where do we need to be doing a better job as an organization in order to best serve our kids?
1: Well, that's a question that is is really challenging to answer only because of what you just mentioned with the mandated school closures over the last 12 to 14 months due to the pandemic. We are a district who are, we are headed in the right direction. We were making strong gains in academic achievement for students. We were doing critical work focused on equity and diversity. We have a great reputation for supporting our families, our students, and our staff, and a long history of developing really creative and innovative programs. During the pandemic, unfortunately, some of those things uh, didn't weren't at the forefront of our thinking because we were in a little bit of crisis mode which is how do we educate students in a distance learning format how do we ensure the safety of all of our students and staff and then now how do we get our students and staff to return to campus uh, for that high quality instruction that we're so proud of so um, as i said there were there were many projects that were well underway, I really do feel as though the district is at a critical point in our work to address, as I mentioned earlier, those ongoing issues of equity and diversity. We need to continue to become an actively anti-racist organization. We have a responsibility to all of the families we serve all of the students we serve and the amazing staff who work in this district to be a district that they are proud of and one way for us to continue to do that is to build our skills and action around being an anti-racist organization while at the same time increasing student achievement attending to the social emotional needs of our staff family and students as well as continuing to say yes to those creative and innovative programs that Palm Springs is so well known for. So I see our work um, as getting back to where we were and taking it even further. And so I know our families are anxious for the fall. I know our staff and students are anxious for the fall and i share that same enthusiasm and excitement about where we will be when we start school in august
0: so you you used the word anxious and i immediately went to the negative and you and you really actually mean anxious to get back to a semi normal uh, kind of uh, going to school and and making the the best possible year we can have Definitely. and and thankfully as uh, we we record the show a little in advance i always say that because just in case something we talk about didn't actually come to fruition but as of right now everything is looking really great uh we have a good segment of the population vaccinated. And uh, as I mentioned every week, please, 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 if you haven't gotten vaccinated, please consider it. It is safe and um, and people have their reasons for not getting vaccinated and we get that. And still, if you don't have a good reason, please do it. (laughs) And by the time this show comes out, we should be uh, vaccinating all everyone over the age of 12 which is which is really great because as we start to get the kids vaccinated that will increase the safety levels and we are likely going to be starting the school year with continued social distancing and wearing masks and that's okay at least we'll all be able to be in school that's right so, Right. So so that that's a great thing. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Learn Something New Every Day on KGX and KWXY. And my very special guest is our brand new superintendent of schools, Dr. Mike Sweezy. And so, Mike, aside from the remnants of COVID-19, and making sure that we maintain safety protocols. Uh, What do you think are the biggest challenges for us as we begin the 2021-22 school year on August 4th?
1: Well, as I say um, that I'm excited for us to get back to where we were prior to the pandemic. I actually think one of our challenges will be not just going immediately back to the way we've always done things. So. One of the amazing things that we learned during this pandemic is that we are able to deliver instruction uh, virtually to over 20,000 students every single day. And so as excited as I am for our students to return to in-person instruction five days a week in their classrooms, I don't want us as a district to lose that momentum and to lose all of those skills that we've developed as online educators. So I think that's going to be a little bit of a challenge for us to continue to think about how we can take the best of what we've learned over these last 15 or 16 months and that we can use that to enhance our instruction and the student's educational experience when we return in the fall.
0: So, we um, we certainly are um, headed back to the classrooms on August fourth. Plus, we we are actually um, in the midst right now of a very robust summer program, the most robust we've ever had before, um, because we were offering a lot of both in person and online uh, academic work and enrichment opportunities for many many kids right uh, right so when we when, when we do come back what what about what do we do with um and and i don't i i'm sure it's not a majority but there are some students who have thrived in this uh virtual environment uh, will they be able to continue to do all of their work or some of their work online?
1: Well, our plan is definitely for some students who it's worked really well for, to continue to have that option. But for all of our students, we want them to continue to have the option of taking some courses or some lessons or some portion of their their learning online. So I really see us moving forward. Into a a structure where we do have five days a week in person and that's supplemented with some online learning opportunities, either as enrichment. Or to help fill any gaps that may be present and even for some students to help them actually get ahead. So I want to make sure that we continue to take the best of what we've learned in the online world. And continue to offer those options for students as we return to in-person instruction.
0: It's funny. I, re- I recall um, Sandy Lyon, our um, recently retired superintendent, talking about the how you know how she felt, and I know she wasn't the only one, but that she thought it was really important for every student. To take at least one or more online classes and all of a sudden that happened in a, a overnight <laughs> so rather than a more transitional phase in of that and we were going there anyway we've had the desert learning academy for several years now where um students have most of their instruction online but that was a select few that wasn't uh when i say select uh, they op- they opted for it for various reasons but it wasn't like we had every student taking some kind of online program and everybody was online for over a year so we it kind of kind of pushed us to you know test the waters and Like you said, we found there was a lot of good in that, along with with a lot of challenges, no doubt.
1: Right, right. One of the things that I think we've learned uh, through this time period is even though as a district we were able to provide instruction, as you said, almost overnight, um, we were able to ensure that students had devices, we worked on helping with connectivity Teachers were trained in online teaching techniques. One of the things that we absolutely couldn't replace was the interaction of students with each other and with their classroom teachers. So I know that when our students return and when our staff all return, that one of the things that we're going to need to do is really focus on those social emotional uh, needs for our entire district learning community. So we we take that responsibility very seriously. Um, We know that the healthiest place for kids is to be at school with their friends and with their teachers and with the dedicated school staff to ensure that they're safe and productive every single day. So we really do want to help our students and staff transition back to that in-person opportunity while still keeping those online options. Because as you said, we really did uh, push ourselves and as a district overnight learned that we can offer online instruction to all of our students. And so we do wanna keep those components as we move forward.
0: You know, um, recently, Oh, actually, at this point, not so recently. A couple of months ago, I uh, I heard on the news how places like New York and and a few other areas of the country where weather is typically a challenge every year for school closures because, you know, the buses can't. Can't transport kids, and it's not safe to drive when you have ice on the roads and all that. So they have quote snow days. And uh, growing up in New York, uh, unfortunately for a uh, young kid, my district was the last district to, to close, but it did happen every so often. Uh, the, the, um, the governor or the legislature decided we're never going to have a snow day again. Well, we're going to test it at least for the next year. And instead, when the weather's bad, we're just going to tell everybody to turn on their computers and meet in their uh, virtual class. And that's, that's pretty awesome. You know, um, in my history here, and maybe you've had uh, one or two more experiences, but the only time we shut down school was February 14th of, I don't remember what year it was. It was probably 18 or 19 um, because there was so much rain and I mean, the the some of the schools were literally, literally flooding and we were worried we wouldn't be able to get the kids home, so we shut down early. But other than that, we don't have weather-related closures here. But regardless of what happens, we'll be able to do that too.
1: Yes, absolutely. I I mean, we will have that flexibility that if we need to at a moment's notice, we can certainly switch back to that online learning platform.
0: Yeah, and it won't be foreign to the kids, other than maybe, you know, incoming kindergartners or uh, preschool kids who didn't have this uh, lovely COVID-19 experience. But it's really amazing to see the creativity, flexibility, and perseverance of our kids and our staff through all this. I mean, you know, I just constantly marvel at it. And I know how impressed you've been um, both by, your team in educational services, as well as all the departments in the district and our staff and students.
1: I, I couldn't have said it better myself, Joan. It, it really is amazing to me uh, how many wonderful people there are in this district and how hard everyone worked and with what a positive attitude we confronted every challenge. And, and that goes for every single employee classified staff, maintenance and operations, teaching, school site administrators, district administrators, as well as our families and students. So there was a great deal of flexibility, a great deal of patience, a positive attitude. And again, I'm so very grateful for all of that.
0: And honestly, Mike, it comes from the top. And when I say the top, you're it now and uh you've you've been literally through all of this and so many people have looked to you for uh strength for inspiration and motivation and you provided that every single day and you know i i if i talk to your wife joy i she might tell a different story because i don't know what (laughs) happened when you went home every day but um or all of your pets, you know, uh, hopefully right. they all survived and you didn't kick them too hard. But um, I, I just, uh, everyone, when when the announcement was made that uh, the board selected you as the incoming superintendent, um, you know, the, immediately social media went, went haywire uh, in a good way. Um, and everybody I have not heard one single person from the staff from the community anywhere that said this was not the right choice because they know you and they respect you and um, we're we're just really excited and grateful that you'll be leading us through the next several years as our superintendent that's so cool
1: Well, thank you, Joan. I I certainly am very, very excited and really honored and touched by all of the outpouring on social media and families that I've worked with for multiple generations reaching out, former students reaching out, teachers and principals. So uh, I really appreciate those kind words, Joan, and, and I share that same enthusiasm that you have. I'm really excited about the future in Palm Springs Unified.
0: So in our last couple of minutes, so when you, um, obviously you're not leaving here, you're gonna retire from this district whenever you choose to do so. And I hope that it's um, after I retire, so you you have some time. Um, (laughs) But when you do eventually retire, what legacies do you hope to leave in Palm Springs Unified?
1: Well, again, I, I, I love this district so very much, and uh, I'm so proud to have been able to, at this point, spend my entire entire career here. So I have great appreciation for the people, for our school board's commitment to excellence, for always asking that next question to help us improve even more as a district. I want us to continue to be known as an actively anti-racist organization who really put the needs of our students, families and staff first, and that includes their academic needs as well as their social emotional needs. I'm also so very proud of this district's long tradition for being innovators. And that's something I definitely want us all to continue, to think outside of the box, to look for those new solutions, to move our students to the cutting edge of technology or the arts, to give rich experiences to every single student in this district. Those are the things that would make me the most proud.
0: You know, you talk about innovation and that's so true that, um, this this district traditionally has not been afraid to try something new because it might not work. Because we've done it. We, we tried several things, most of them have worked, but there's been a few that were just like, we tried it, it wasn't the right fit or it just wasn't, it, it didn't make sense like we thought it might've. And I think that <clears throat> Palm Springs Unified is known Throughout the county and the state, and in some ways on the national level, for taking those bold steps, and I'm glad to hear that you're going to continue that.
1: Most definitely.
0: Well, Mike, you you are truly awesome. I mean, I don't I don't use that word lightly. I really mean it, and um, I know I speak for the uh masses here in palm springs unified so from all of your district family and our students and our families thank you for your uh, tremendous leadership and we look forward to having you lead us through the next several years as our superintendent
1: thank you thank
0: you joan and we will definitely have you back in a couple of months to ask you how it's going and Tell us what's going to happen next. So all right. I can't wait. Stay, stay tuned for that. Our show airs each Sunday right here on KWXY and KGX. Our podcast is uplo- uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you to learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for listening. Thank you, Myra and Jazz. And thank you again, Dr. Sweezy. And we will see you next week.